Hello and welcome to the very first Head First podcast. For those of you who don't know me, which is probably most people, um, my name is Joe O'Brien. I have an undergraduate and a master's degree in psychology and health psychology. And I run the Instagram and Facebook pages with the handle at headfirst with a zero at the end um, because headfirst wasn't available. Cool story, Joe. Um, anyway, what this, what this podcast is going to do is hopefully answer one of the questions that I regularly get asked um, through the Q&As that I do on my Instagram. So um, I, get asked, <clears throat> I get asked, I get asked so often um, if you can cure a mental health disorder. So people come to me and they say, will I ever cure my anxiety or do you just learn to cope? Or will I ever fully recover from, for example, an eating disorder or depression or whatever that mental health issue is? And I have a bit of a problem with answering it because when we use words like cured or healed, it implies that it won't return, that you know it's gone and it's a very black and white way of looking at it. If you took, um, for example, if you took a virus, um, either that virus is present in our body or it isn't, very black and white. Um, a dislocated finger, either your finger's in the right socket or it's not, very black and white. But mental health issues aren't that clear cut. It's, um, it's more of a continuum or a scale from very negative, obviously, to um, very positive. So down near the very negative end of the, of the scale or the continuum, um, we probably have mental health disorders. Then down pretty far, um, but not quite as bad, um, we have uh, poor mental health, which would be someone who struggles but doesn't quite meet the criteria um, to diagnose or to be diagnosed with a mental health disorder. So this is probably a lot of people at some stage in their life. Um, it's important to note that we can struggle with our mental health without ever having a disorder or being, you know, meeting the criteria for being diagnosed with a mental health disorder. And then much higher up the scale is having positive mental health um, where you struggle kind of some of the time or you know, even better than that, that the majority of time you have really positive mental health and you rarely struggle. So that would be the kind of very positive end of the scale. So in recovering from a mental health disorder, think of that scale. It's not a yes or a no, it's on a continuum. Now, don't get me wrong, we can absolutely live a life free from mental health diagnosis and we can live without suffering from symptoms of mental health disorders because mental health is on a continuum and with the right resources or the right support or the right treatment or whatever it is whatever way you go about bettering your mental health um, you can work your way into the positive mental health category or that kind of section of the continuum so remission kind of from a mental health disorder means not having any of the symptoms anymore for a considerable period of time. And that's kind of up to a practitioner to diagnose whether you do or don't fall into that criteria. But what does that actually mean? Um, I think it's really helpful um, if I compare this to physical health because people seem to understand my theory and my logic better when I use physical health comparisons. Um, it's, actually, <laughs> it's actually probably the number one piece of feedback that I get on my Instagram is people complimenting how I explain things, um, how I explain different issues. So I should probably keep that up. Um, now, before I say anything, mental health and physical health are not the same, nor should they be treated as such. But I think that in this case, anyway, it's an appropriate example for the purpose of explaining um, why mental health isn't black or white. Um, I think the physical health comparison is quite applicable. So if you take physical fitness, for, 
if you take physical fitness as an example, it's also on a scale or a continuum. So the low end of physical fitness might result in you having some things like chronic pain, you might struggle to move well or have poor mobility, um, you might have you know, other physical health issues, something like um, liver failure maybe, um, issues with digestion, I don't know, lung issues, etc., etc. Um, now, if someone improves their physical fitness through the right um, training and resources, those symptoms might slowly reside or they might improve. So if your physical fitness improves from, for example, a 1 out of 10 up to a 3 out of 10, you might not have as much trouble moving, but you still might struggle with pain, for example. Uh, when you get to like a 5 out of 10 in your physical fitness, you might improve the digestive issues you had or the lung, you know, improve your lung capacity. Um, and by the time you kind of hit the 7 or 8 mark and you're really, really physically fit, you might not have any symptoms at all. You might have got rid of, of the chronic pain, for example. However, if you let your physical fitness go again, so if you get up to that 7 or 8 out of 10, and you, for example, stop training or stop eating well, you know, stop being active, stop moving, you could gradually return to a state of poor physical fitness and end up with the same issues again. So you wouldn't say someone who had poor um, physical fitness was cured just because they were fitter, because they're on a continuum. Um, and similar to mental health, you can't say that someone is cured because they're just on that same continuum. At one point in time, they might be in a, in a bad place, at another point in time, they might be in a good place. Um, they might be in a good place more consistently than they are in a bad place. And I guess that's where a lot of people would aim for when they talk about being cured. So the physical fitness thing is, is very similar to how mental health works. So at the bottom end of the scale, um, you'll have mental health disorders. But it is possible, as I said, um, with the right support or treatment to get to a place where you don't experience those mental health symptoms anymore. And people might say, well, doesn't that mean, you know, you're cured? Doesn't, doesn't that mean that I'm cured if I don't have some of those symptoms anymore? And I think it really depends on what you think cured or being recovered is. Um, I was always someone who believed in the saying, the absence of illness is not health. And that means that just because we don't meet the criteria for having a mental health illness or a mental health disorder doesn't mean that we have positive mental health. We can still struggle with mental health and not necessarily fall into that criteria. So if you consider that a cure, then that's fine. If you consider yourself recovered just because you don't fall into that category, that's fine. But it depends on what you define as cured. And like I said a minute ago, if you're in the positive mental health category far more often than you're you know, feeling down, that to me is a recovery. Um, having an absence of those symptoms for a considerable period of time um, to the point where it doesn't impact your day-to-day -day functioning or your day-to-day -day life or stop you doing things you want to do, that to me is recovery. Uh, but again, it depends on your specific definition. Um, if you think again about the physical fitness aspect, you could be really physical, <clears throat> physically fit but are still susceptible to injury. And you could put your fitness on hold and, and you could create an environment where you lose your fitness. And again, that mirrors mental health. No matter how little struggles you've had before um, or you know, no matter how little you've thought about your mental health before, it doesn't mean that you're immune to developing a disorder. Nobody's exempt. Um, or even just 
not even developing a disorder, but someday struggling with your mental health. So nobody is immune, no matter how much training they do, no matter how much work they do on their on their mental health, you can still fall down that continuum at any given time or given any set of circumstances. So I think it's important to realize that mental health is on a continuum, meaning it's not like having the flu. You don't just have it or you don't. It's a case of where you lie on the mental health continuum. So going back to the question, can you recover or cure a mental health disorder? And I think what people really mean when they say this is that, um, you know, can you live a life free of symptoms without it playing in your mind or, or not, you know, not having it as a top priority all the time? And the answer is yes. The reason I don't say it's cured or you're recovered from it is that, for example, you wouldn't say someone was cured of obesity because, again, that's on a continuum or that's on a scale similar to physical fitness. Without continuing the right practices for promoting positive mental health, you can return to that negative mental health state given a certain set of circumstances or without the right um, practices in place. So I'm going to use anxiety as an example um, of what I mean because um, I think it's a really good example of, of promoting or practicing mental health strategies. So let's say someone struggled with anxiety for a few years and they got the right support, developed new coping strategies and made significant lifestyle changes which promoted positive changes for their mental health. Now, this person has got to a point where the same kind of, they don't live with the same anxiety as before. Um, so now they experience really low level anxiety, but it's relative to the situation. They cope with it very well. It doesn't impact their physical health, doesn't impact their mental health, and it doesn't impact their day-to-day -day functioning. They barely even think about it anymore. So that person would probably be considered to have positive mental health. You know, they're in a good place most of the time. Now, if part of their recovery was that they started practicing something like good sleep hygiene, um, maybe they reduced the use of alcohol or drugs, which could exacerbate their symptoms. Um, then in turn, by them neglecting some of those practices, their mental health could again deteriorate or they could find themselves struggling more often. So again, similar to physical fitness, if you don't keep up the things that promote good health, your health could still fall down on that scale or leave you at least more susceptible to having struggles. Um, and that goes for physical and mental health. And that's why we can't ever say that your mental health issue, issue is cured. Um, it's more so in remission because you might be cured of the symptoms. You might not have the symptoms anymore, but in reality, you're just on a different end of the spectrum. It might be the case that you know, you can gain that weight back or you lose your physical fitness or you have those mental health issues again um, if we don't look after ourselves or even if we do sometimes, even we can put these practices in place, it still doesn't make us immune to uh, mental health struggles. So even like mental health practitioners and people who have all the knowledge in the world and, and do everything to promote their mental health, they still struggle sometimes. So Putting all these things in, in place gives you the best chance of not redeveloping a disorder or, or falling back down on that continuum, but it doesn't make you immune. Um, that also means that we're not permanently fixed, but it is possible to live without the symptoms or without the side effects of your mental health issue and be completely free from it. When people say, oh, do we just learn to cope? You know, do we just learn to cope with X, Y, and Z? Um, to me, learning to cope is a success because generally whether it's anxiety or stress or substance abuse a lot of the time it manifests from not coping well 
So learning to cope is a step in the right direction. If you're someone who has anxiety, let's say, and you learn to cope better with anxiety-provoking situations, that is a success, and that is what recovery is. Because if you can learn to cope um, to the point that it doesn't impact you like it did before, that is recovery. So some of the criteria of meeting kind of a mental health um, disorder criteria um, is that it impacts your day-to-day life, um, that it impacts your physical and mental health, um, that it impacts personal relationships. If you can learn to cope to the point where it doesn't do these things, then that is recovery. Um, Because that's what someone, for example, without anxiety would do. They'd have a stressful or potentially anxiety-provoking situation come their way, and they would cope effectively with it to the point that it doesn't create a significant anxiety response. And that, to me, again, is recovery. Mental health issues are not black and white. It's not a yes or no answer, but hopefully I've made it a little clearer um, of what recovery might look like. In that, if you have a mental health disorder, you might get to the stage where you don't quite meet the criteria for that, but you're still struggling. And you know that might mean recovery to you, but it might mean recovery to somebody else. To get to that stage of, of being at the top or end of the, of the scale or the continuum takes time and, and takes a lot of work, but it absolutely is possible. Um, so it's not a yes or no answer. Um, it firstly depends on what your definition is and what you consider recovery to be, but it certainly is possible to be free from symptoms and with uh, the right support and guidance, it's absolutely possible to, I guess you would say, recover from a mental health issue, but it doesn't leave you, um, it doesn't mean it's a permanent solution. I hope that I've answered that question, even if it's in a very roundabout way. But the main point that I wanted to make is that it's not black and white. Um, Mental health is a continuum. We can fall anywhere on that continuum on any given day. And, you know, it can be due to any set of of internal or external circumstances that we fluctuate on that scale. Um, So that's all I have to say on this particular topic. Thank you all very much for listening. Um, Congratulations if you've got it this far. This was pretty much a tester podcast, so I'd really, really appreciate any feedback. Uh, Hit me up on Instagram um, at headfirst with a zero at the end. Um, Obviously, I haven't got an intro or an outro yet. I'm recording this on my iPhone, so I've kind of winged it. um, But I just want to kind of see the process and what it involves and see what the feedback is like. And um, so, yeah, let me know what you think. And I will chat to you soon.